Hello, it's Jerome back at it with the podcast. And I want to dedicate this podcast to my cousin Bernard, who a few weeks ago asked me, hey, man, what happened to those podcasts you were doing? I liked them. I like listening to them. And I was like, whoa, okay. I didn't even know anyone noticed that the podcast existed or that they weren't being done. But what it really did for me was it made me reflect on how many things have I started over my life and I haven't finished? And it was really a, a real solemn awareness of like, wow, I have a like, I probably could write a book about that, about how many things that I started and I didn't finish. And then the question became, why haven't I finished those? So why haven't I continued it? What was my reasoning for starting it? And what was my reasoning for not doing it? And as I looked at it, and reflected on it, I realized that a lot of the reasons that I stopped doing something is because there's a part of me that wants it to catch fire right away. And, and by catch fire, what do I mean? Do I mean that a lot of people listening to it or getting a lot of feedback? But this is something that's been going on for my entire life. So it really made me go deep into reflection and some questions of, that came up as I reflected was, you know, am I good enough? Or, you know, that wasn't that great, or it was a great idea, but it won't work. Uh, there was a lot of limiting beliefs that I kind of put into myself around this. And, I, and, and the funny thing is, I'm a coach, I'm an executive coach. I work with people on limiting beliefs, biases, and fear, and all these other things. And here I am. Um, doing some of the same stuff, which maybe what makes me a good coach or a great coach. Uh, but the real thing that hit me when Bernard asked me was that question of, hey, man, what about those podcasts? I felt it was from beyond. It was, be, even though he was the voice, it was something that was coming from the universe. It was like much far greater and larger than just him asking me that question is almost as he was directed that question, directed to ask me that question. And I'm really glad he did. And, and um, you know, we tend to see each other at weddings and funerals. And um, I, I really do enjoy his company, uh, his perspective on things. And I really appreciate him asking me that question because it's made me really look at myself in a, in a different way. So one of the things I, I looked at in evaluating and, and, and reflecting and moving, taking those reflection into some sort of action, and this is the action I'm taking of actually doing the podcast right now. And I think this may be the first podcast I've done, I don't know, maybe since 2020. I don't think I did one in 2021, but I'm not sure. But I looked at um, fear. <clears throat> Like, was I fearful or if I am fearful or what am I afraid of? And some of the things that came up were, well, people won't like it or I don't have enough to say. <clears throat> or these are my opinions or my viewpoints. And or I'll sound stupid. These are all the things that came up as I started really reflecting on what was holding me back. But I think the key and this, I have another friend 
his name is AD. Uh, he talks about always finishing what you start. He does that. And we were golfing one time, and he had a putt that was like really right at the, the lip, and he just, no, I got to finish. I, I got to finish everything I start. And, it, and that's his mantra. And he's very successful. He owns a company called D Herbs. Uh, uh, you can find it at dherbs.com. He's actually not paying me for this. <laughs> but he's a, he's a really good friend. He's taken up golf. and But he's that's been his mantra. Always finish what you start. So by Bernard asking me this question, it made me look at just what have I not finished? And the list is so long, I'm not even going to bore you with it. But there's been a lot of ideas that I've had that I have not finished. And this is over a lifetime. So this is sort of a new phase for me of really working on this goal, uh, this overall purpose, and looking at what I value, and really working on finishing what I start. And so the fear is not necessarily something that um, it's like a friction. It's not. It's, it's not what fuels me. For some people, they get fear and they, and they get fueled. For me, it sort of constrains or holds me back. So, looking at where do I get my fuel from, it's really more about you know learning to to really just hold on to the idea, uh, pursue it, and and just let it go where it goes. Um, I'm not sure where it will ever end up. If anybody's even going to listen to this, um, I'm sure Bernard will. <laughs> so at least I have one listener. Uh, the other thing is, I was listening to uh, someone speak the other day, and uh, and it was really a, a really fascinating speaker. And I'm losing, I'm sort of losing. Can't remember her name right now. Uh, but her thought was, be brave, not perfect. And I thought that was really a really powerful saying, be brave, not perfect. And I never thought that I had a perfection thing going because it's not something that I lean into. Um, but the brave part, it's just being brave, just stepping into, into who I am, just to what I what I'm about, what I want to do, um, and getting my ideas and getting my thoughts and out there. So, be brave, not perfect. And then the other piece of this is, um, I was watching golf the other day, and uh, it was the Canadian Open, and Roy McIlroy was playing. He's in the lead. He ultimately won the Canadian Open, but he, there was one hole where he was in a really bad, he had a couple of bad holes, bad shots, and the announcer said that he was going to have to have collective amnesia. And in golf, amnesia is really important. If you hang on to a bad shot for your next shot, ultimately you probably will hit another bad shot. So you have to hit a shot, let go of that shot, and hit the next shot. And it, it, that's really a, the, one of the beauties for me that I really enjoy with golf is that it really requires me to 
really look at what is it that I want to accomplish on the next swing. So I do a quick reflection, you know, why did that swing happen that way? Where was my elbow? But I have to let go of the shot and hit the next shot. And it's, it's really a, a beautiful process for me. Golf is really where I work through a lot of my stuff. And the other day, uh, my wife and I went out to play some golf in the late evening. And normally, I don't, I don't like to play in the late evening. I don't know why, but I found like an impetus on, on playing. And it came around me taking some of my awareness of wanting to hit better iron shots, wanting to have a, improve my short game and hitting better out of the bunker. And I basically just hit irons on this nine-hole course that's by our house, which is a, you know, has a couple of par fours. And she was working on her driver and she's doing really well. And what I realized was that I had the awareness cognitively that I wanted to improve my irons. But I hadn't yet really fully put it into real-world practice. Yes, when I was playing, I was like, I want to hit good at irons. So mentally, I was... I had the awareness, I had the insight, and I was motivated, so I thought. But it wasn't until I got very intentional about really improving my iron play, where I went out and I had the discipline to really just hit irons for the entire round, except for the last hole where I just hit a driver just for the fun of it. But it really was a different vibration. It felt different in my body. Uh, it felt like my whole body was involved and engaged in this process. So I want to encourage you to use my reflection, what I'm talking about, to look at it for yourself. Where is it that you get stuck? And usually we can feel it in our body. So for me, when I would get on a course and I would go hit my irons, in my body, my body would tighten up because I'm going, oh, I'm not, just not hitting these well. I don't hit these well. After one practice session, a real what I call real-world practice of just focusing on my irons, the next round I play, I hit really good irons. When I say really good irons, they didn't necessarily go where I wanted it to go, but my contact was really good. So anytime that you find yourself trying to improve or get better at something, or you find yourself overwhelmed, or you find yourself anxious, look for a singular action. Like do one thing that you can kind of, kind of hold on to and work on. So for me, the singular action was the ability to really look at how do I how do I improve uh, my iron play. And by just focusing on that, going into real-world practice, I was able to do that. So I'd love to hear your feedback on my little story there. And I want to, again, thank Bernard for having me go ahead and start these podcasts again.